This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Mikey Meatballs, also here. He's producing this disaster of a show. And joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the D3, Harry, Brother Bry, Darren, the Pauly Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? How we doing, Sal? What's going on, buddy? So much to get to. We got conference championship odds. Uh, Baltimore, three and a half point favorite. It's not moving down. What the hell's going on? San Francisco, seven point favorite in the night game on Sunday. We're going to give props for those. Uh, NBA, NCAA, you guys have your sharp tank picks. But let's get to some action. Oh, Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame, we're going to talk that. But first, uh, about an hour before we uh, started spinning here, Harbaugh. Which one is that, Jim? To the Chargers, Bry. Good uh, Lord. I, I, uh, I, 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 does I, that surprise you? You don't like that? You're no, a Raiders it, fan? No, oh, it I'm doesn't trying surprise to me. It doesn't yeah. surprise me at all. I hate it because again, now you're in a you're as a Raider fan, you're in a conference with uh Reed, Peyton, Harbaugh. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have Pierce. And like, you know, again, <laughs> I understand why they brought Pierce back, but this is the type of move that the Raiders should have tried to make. Uh, yeah. Now he's with the Chargers and, you know, uh, with him and Herbert together, I think that's going to, you know, that's, that's the best possible outcome from the Chargers. And look, what are the Raiders doing? We're hiring executives. We hired Telesco uh, from the Chargers <laughs> who we right. routinely beat every year. So like, what do you, what do you do when you beat somebody so much you, you join them? Right. I guess. I mean, Interesting. I, I don't know. It, yeah. that, just terrible moves by the Raiders. Uh, there and uh, yeah, no, I don't like it at all. So, well, beat them now. Uh, yeah, so Harbaugh to the Chargers, Harry. Now, you famously, I don't know, you may have turned, you may have determined his destiny here. You approached him at a Springsteen concert in Detroit Ooh. where he lived in that area. Now, I don't know, I don't know if you could do that at SoFi now. He might have people around him. I'm not sure what's going on, but I feel like he had to do it. I mean, this was his get out of jail free card. What's he going to do? Stay at Michigan? Like, okay, now we're going to punish you and you're going to sit nine games or this and you're going to be this. Or you could uh, make a, a bundle of money that you've never seen before. You'll have to deal with salary cap issues and stuff like that, but um, you won't have to deal with any kind of sanctions at all. Right? It seems like an easy decision yeah. for him. Yeah, and normally he doesn't stay at places very long. He was in Ann Arbor for nine years. Now it's the Harbaugh and Herbert show. In L.A., uh, I had him going to I had him pegged going to the Raiders. Not going to happen, obviously, here. Uh, 
But uh, this, it's, it's going to be interesting with this Charger team and him being the head coach. They still have uh, a lot of talent on this team. Uh, they had a lot of injuries also at the end of the season, but it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens next year. Now in the AFC West, it's got, when you got uh, when you get Reed going up against Harbaugh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I believe Sharon Moore at Michigan, by the way, is a significant favor to take over the head coaching job there too. I think. Yeah, well, that's what it looks like. Yeah, uh, I mean, he did. He put on some show crying for Coach Harbaugh. I think they had to give it to him right then and there. Uh, yeah. you know, a couple of months ago, Parlay Kid, the. Chargers were their over under was nine and a half this past year. They got to five. Not good. That's an under. I'm going to predict they're the most bet on over team next year. Probably make it 10, 10 and a half. And who knows that could skyrocket. Now they play the crappy NFC South, which should be not great again. But let's say we put this at 10. I know you're not seeing their schedule right in front of them. Can he make this an 11 win team and a playoff team again in the first year? Well, if anybody can do it, Harbaugh can do it, but uh, I wouldn't bet on that uh, because uh, I think there's going to have to be a shift in the culture there in uh, Charger land. Uh, there is a, a losing uh, atmosphere that has permeated all of those players. Uh, they don't have a great fan base. Maybe this will uh, revitalize the fan base there. It should at least a little bit. But uh, it's still, I think it's going to take him uh, at least a year or two to really develop that winning culture there, uh, especially coming out of the gate in that division, as Brother Bryce says. It's a tough one. I'm glad Harbaugh's in the AFC for our Cowboys, Sal. Rather see him there. Good luck to him. Uh, unlike the way Harry has treated him over the years with uh, calling him a bum and, and so forth, I've always been a big fan. Harry was a big fan for um, about 25 minutes of his life when he was in his company and felt like he had to approach him. So that seems that's enough for you, Harry, right? Oh, I mean, listen, we we spoke for a while before Mm -hmm. the concert and the concert was going on. We spoke for a while. Springsteen songs together. So call it what you want. Okay, we do. We are. That's what we do. We call it whatever we want. Uh, it, it's a farce. We're um, singing glory days together and having a blast. <laughs> so, he threw that. There's no proof of by that. You. I don't know what Darren is. I, I don't know. Whatever. He threw a speedball by you. That line always. Uh, I, I hated that line, <laughs> Parley Kid. He could throw that speedball by you. Run it by mm-hmm. someone who knows baseball. Make you look like a fool. You're the one looking like a fool saying speedball. <laughs> yeah. Speedball. What is that? What? Who throws a speedball? Uh, we're gonna get to baseball in a second. Yeah. I do, Bry. They play uh, the Harbors. They face off next year in SoFi. Uh, Baltimore comes to LA, but the Parlay Kid brings up a good point. Everything has to change there. You got to get fans there. You have to get the fans, not just that one little mm-hmm. the tiny little Asian woman that was like jumping up and down, um, created a stir for a little. While. You right. need more fans to fill the seats. But if you have a top four or five quarterback, I don't know what he is now after this year. If he can't do it, is uh, is a coach going to be able to do it? So it's, it's hard to say. Look, I, I mean, I think that's the biggest thing, right? Is like, can Herbert now get over the hump with Harbaugh? I, I do think, look, that's it's the best possible decision a franchise could make, right? If, if you cannot get fans now with Har- Harbaugh and Herbert, then you are never going to get fans. And, and I know part of the kid was saying it's going to take time. It's going to take time for sure to develop a culture. But I do think Harbaugh, has, had, there's proof that he's changed the cultures 
rather quickly, right, for all the teams he's been with. So, um, yeah. So again, again, I hate the move. So. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a disgruntled Raiders fan. All right. Let's talk about something we all agree on. And the Baseball Hall of Famers, Beltre, Maurer, Todd Helton, all got in. And for the first time in a while, we all liked them. And we all agree that they should be inducted <laughs> alongside all the greats. <laughs> Let me get started here. I, first of all, uh, uh, we need uh, Rob Parker on here. We just need to scream at him. I don't know why. And then he'll be like, I didn't vote for any of these guys. So that'll be that. But I'd love to have him on maybe next week. But um, I, I just feel the same way about all these guys all the time. Beltre's good numbers. I, I, the one thing I'll say is 3,000 hits is 3,000 hits. I don't care if it's uh, my 10-year-old pitching against. That's a lot, right? And nearly 500 homers, five gold gloves. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Third, ba- third base too. So yeah, yeah right. At third base. All right. Uh Harry, let's uh, let's keep going with the good. You like Todd Helton. Make a case for Todd Helton. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, for years, Rocky players don't get the credit. I guess they deserve because they play in the altitude in Denver, so they don't get uh, voted uh, you know, a lot of votes for the Hall of Fame. But uh, Helton was a tremendous player. Uh, he holds Colorado records in hits, homers, doubles, runs, RBIs, games played, and total bases, and and that includes players that he played along with, like uh, Galarraga, Castillo, Holiday, Bla- you know, Blackman late, later on in the uh, Rockies' uh, uh, career. Um, but but Walk- Larry Walker got in as well. And still, Helton's numbers are better than his. And let me just say, in his fourth year, in his fourth year, in the year 2000 in the league, he batted 372, Sal. 372, 42 home runs, 59 doubles. 147 RBIs. He followed that up in his fifth season with a 336 average, 49 home runs, and 146 RBIs. I think it's good for Helton, good for the Rocky fans. And in 16 seasons in Major League Baseball, he struck out 99 or more times, one time, one time in his career. And he had tons of at bats with those crazy 10 9 games like in Colorado. Um, like I said, one time in 16 seasons, struck out 99 more. Derek, the captain, Sanderson Jeter, struck out 12 times in his career, 99 or more times. <laughs> okay. <all right. laughs> and then he also sniffed our 100 RBIs. What the hell did this become? I mean, I know how this has become because Harry can't talk Hall of Fame without bringing up Jeter. <laughs> Absolutely deserves times, to be in. Darren, 99 strikeouts or more. All right. Times. Let me make the case for, as I would with all Rockies here, mm-hmm. the home away splits. And that's it. Like, and is there too much of a difference here that he shouldn't be considered? And he played almost as many, as many games home as he did away, or away as he did home. 798 home, 776 away, 134 home runs home, 79 away, 543 RBIs home, 349 away, 332 average home, 285 away. I don't know. He seems yeah. like a 300 hitter. Like It the, the, seems like basically a 300 hitter, Paul. Like, kid, what do you, what do you think? Well, if you want me to weigh in on Helton, I will. Um, I, I know you I got really, a lot to say about. Mauer. I think we had yes. a. I think we had a slam dunk one here. Yes, Helton is uh, arguable. Right, Mauer is not uh, arguable. He shouldn't be in. Uh, I'll get to that in a second. Um, 
Well, here's another thing to look at, right? When it when it comes to the you know the the air, I know it's different. You play where you're where you're put, right? But what was what's more advantageous? Maybe uh, you know um, is the air there in Colorado as advantageous as guys who were uh, using um, performance enhancement drugs? I mean, you can probably make a valid case that it was probably equal to. Uh, something like that. So, um, you know, I, I'd make the claim that we got to get those guys in the Hall of Fame as well uh, before time runs out on them too, because it's running out. There on has a lot been of some movement. Is. I think A Rod had a better percentage. Um, uh, he's not, he he's, not, in he's not getting in. He's not getting in. No, I know, not, but it went up. Happen. It went up it's to dumb. like thirty-four Chef, percent or so something. Dumb. It's dumb. Sheffield should be in. It is dumb. Um, I look at it. Well, there's there's a, I, don't know, we, I don't know. 47 points on the average is, is enough of a split to kick the guy out. But yeah, Brian, what were you going to say? No, I, no, I was just saying when we started talking about players and it being dumb, I, look, there's plenty of guys who should be in. I mean, I always thought Albert Bell, right? That guy. Oh my gosh. That, I mean, what is what dude, this guy's I, not even, this if, guy's if, not even on the ballot anymore. If that guy, this, I mean, look, you, somebody could say he was on performance enhancing, but he was never really, he was never really on that list, man. I, I I'm mean, surprised no, he hasn't killed a writer for not um, <laughs> well, getting but in. That's the pro- but that's but, the problem, bro. He's not well, on just, because they didn't like him. I know. They didn't I mean, like just him. Let, they didn't like him. That was the bottom line. Just let the best players in. Jesus. I mean, it, it is nuts because if you really want to go back to the Ty Cobb years, you're going to tell me those writers like, like, how did they, how did that guy get in? I mean, obviously the stats right. were there, but. <laughs> there were some unlikable players before we were born. That's for damn sure. Um, all right, Joe Mauer, take it away, Parley Kid. 143 home runs, 923 RBIs, uh, 388 OBP, and 306 average. Okay. Well, I, I, and I know Twins fans will get upset about this because they love Mauer. Okay. Um, but Mauer's not a Hall of Famer. Uh, and I, I get it. If you want to say, well, look, what what about those five years that he had? There's a five year gap. Well, then again, Albert Bell basically put up triple numbers for triple crown numbers for seven straight years, and is not in. And you go, well, he's a catcher, Parley Kid. He's a catcher. BS. The guy played less than half of his career games behind the plates. He only played a hundred plus games in five seasons uh, as a catcher. Only five times did he have over 100 games of catching, okay? A.J. Brzezinski, who wouldn't sniff the Hall of Fame if he was standing on the doorstep, okay, caught a 1,000 more games and won a championship, okay? And I think championships mean something for catchers. I really do. They're the game managers of their team. Maurer had literally had one RBI in his postseason career. For that Twins team. One. He's not a Hall of Famer. He's not. He, Sal, he's, a, he's caught the 154th most games in MLB history. There are so many also-rans well ahead of him in games caught. So don't say, well, look at the numbers he put up as a catcher. He was half of a catcher. Half his career. Well, but, you know, he had a concussion parlay kid. Well, Don Mattingly had a bad back. Okay? And that's why he's not in the Hall of Fame. 
So don't tell, Maurer is not a Hall of Famer. You want to say he's a Hall of Fame good guy and very good baseball player? Fine. Obviously, with Roland and Harold Baines, they opened the door for this crap. He's not a Hall of Famer. Sorry, Twins fans. He's not. I'm with you. I don't know who every no hundred RBI seasons, by the way. These people right? approaching you None. saying, "Hey, parlay kid, oh come on, parlay kid." It seems like you have a lot of anger, like everybody approaching you in the street. I feel well, they're bad. going to. Yeah, they're yeah, going yeah. to. Well, I, I, look. I, well, one New, thing York, New York, New Yorkers feel sympathy because they always kicked the crap right, out of, out of Mauer, the Twins. Yeah, right? yeah. So it didn't matter. They were it, like, ah, the Twins. We didn't even think of the Twins. It, but he I might have had some Mauer. of those stats, if not for the Yankees. I respect him. Hey, maybe he should have you know, played football. He could have been a Hall of Fame quarterback. Well, well what is interesting is all these guys player. did play different sports. Harry, you mentioned Helton, obviously the quarterback for Tennessee, uh, over um, Peyton one year, right? Um, you know, and all these guys. So that that's one thing. Like all these, uh, hey, stick to one sport, kid. All right, that could go out the window. Almost all these guys, all these guys are uh, multiple sports behind them. I will say this yeah. for Mallard. This is the way to do it, though, Parley Kid. Come up as a catcher, decide halfway through your career or even earlier that you're not going to be a catcher. You're going to be a DH or a first baseman, especially now that it's DH in, in both leagues. And then you'll but you'll be remembered as a catcher. If you just had the mask on for a few years, you'll be considered a catcher. And that is what Joe Maurer is being considered. And that's why he's being put in. And don't get me wrong. He's a good guy. He's been on the show many, many times. I, we love having him on. Oh, no, he has, he's never been on. Um, but I, I'm, Jorge I'm, Posada should be in. Uh, stop. Jorge do Posada that, should yeah, be in. Don't then. do that, though. No, to me, well, it's just, like, I, I know I'm going to sound old here, but to me, it's like catchers. There's like 10 of them. There's Piazza, well, there's Bench, there's Berra, there's Pudge. There's I think Campanella. you could say Molina. I would well, make a case for Molina, right? Molina, he's there forever. 100%. Well, he did ca- crouch forever, yep. Well, yeah. I'll tell you, right? So the fact that – look, and I, I'm a little more sympathetic of Maurer making it only because I think guys like Maurer deserve it more than Harold Baines because at least Maurer can say – I was probably the top catcher for five or six years in baseball. And he won an MVP. At least he can say that mm-hmm. compared to some other guys who were just sure. stacking Well, that's it. It's but just, it's, it's, it's the hall if, of good if, now. It's not the and, best. It's not but the Darren best brought guy. up the name. If, if, if he made it, you have to think potentially Molina could make it with the world series. He won. He had over a thousand right. RBIs. He's still batted yeah. like 280, but somebody who definitely has well, to make it is Posey. Buster Posey has to make it now. Hundred yeah. percent. Buster yeah. Posey, three-time yeah. World Series champion. No, I think he will. I think yeah. he will. Well, he's got yeah. it. He's got yeah. it now. I know, guys. I I made a point with Darren. We we're talking back and forth yeah. last night. Yeah, even Javi, Javi Lopez. His numbers were great. Look wow. at the numbers, nice. right? They're, they're, nice. they're, 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 I hate it all. Good I hate well, it all. Posada, uh, to me, Posada like, would make it over. Look, and I, I, I listed the seven or eight catchers that should be in, and then uh, and all right, you want to go back to like Bill Dickey and these guys that were hitting potatoes over the fences? I have no idea. You, That's fine. Do you count uh, uh, Piazza as a catcher, though? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? What else did he play? No, just behind the plate. I'm yeah. just saying. It was I, a lot know. Of, I know. He was not, not great at throwing guys <laughs> well, out. I tell you but. what, he started 700 games more than Mauer did yeah, behind right. the plate. Yeah. yeah no, and you nobody know, hates him uh, more than Darren does. Good. Mm. Good. All right. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> so Darren hates Piazza. Harry hates Jeter. And none of it makes sense. But all right, listen. Let's take a break. I res- no, I do have some respect for Piazza. I do. He that guy was a fifty-something round draft pick. Yeah, made himself into something. Plus, plus, yeah. I mean, 
he couldn't care. It was this terrible defense. Uh, listen, he's a, a great figure for a nine nine eleven figurehead, right? Like and all that stuff. Come on, it was, it was important to the game. It really was at he's, that point. Look, definitely important to the great, Mets. Great. Uh, all right, listen. <laughs> yeah. Let's take a break. We're going to talk football. Yeah, I promise we're going to do it when we come right back. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. All right, conference championship games, KC Baltimore. Let's do that. That is three and a half and 44 and a half. Now I will be on with the, uh, the D3 tomorrow on Cousin Sal's Winning Weekend. It'll be the first time we're all together on that TV show. We're going to give our picks and some more props, but we want to give you a little taste. We're going to give you a prop that we're not going to offer up tomorrow. Like I said, the line is three and a half, 44 and a half. Still surprised, Harry, that this hasn't gone down. I am very surprised. I think everybody's going to be on Kansas City. Every, every casual is going to have Kansas City in this game. Do you agree? Yeah, I do. I mean, it's just... Uh... Six straight AFC championship games. Uh, Baltimore's here for the first time in, uh, in quite some time. So, uh, and Jackson, uh, Lamar Jackson has a lot to prove still. He's two and three in playoff games. So, uh, again, um, Mahomes proved his worth again last week, getting it done in Buffalo. So, yeah, I think uh, three and a half is uh, that half could come into play. We're going to, we're going to find out if the, and we'll talk about uh, the side tomorrow more, but I, I think it probably comes down to did, the Chiefs bite off more than they could chew now going on the road a second week to Baltimore, or did Baltimore bite off nothing against Houston? And that's why they put up a great mm. performance in the playoffs. I think that's what maybe it's somewhere in the middle. That's why you got to figure out three and a half. But Parley Kid, give us a, a prop for this game. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to be taking uh, Jackson and Mahomes to combine for over 100 yards rushing. Mm-hmm. At plus one fifteen, Jackson Mahomes or Jackson and Mahomes, Jackson, <laughs> good one, uh, Jackson <laughs> and Mahomes. Okay, I mean Mahomes's brother. I, I'm sure uh, <laughs> maybe run for a couple yards behind that line, but uh, maybe not. Probably not. By the way, he gets, uh, I was thinking um, about this. He gets crushed the most, like out of the Chiefs' brothers. It was Kelsey and not Jackson Mahomes that shines with the shirt off and everything else. Jackson Mahomes was put to put to shame by the other chief brother who happens to be an <laughs> NFL player. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Keep going. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. So Jackson and Mahomes to combine for over 100 yards rushing and plus 115. Um, I think these quarterbacks are in do whatever it takes mode uh, right now. Right. So uh, we saw uh, Lamar go to the ground uh, in this in. in uh, against uh, the Texans last week, rushed for 100 yards himself uh, in that game, uh, a little bit uh, well above his average uh, during the season this year. 
Uh, and we've seen Mahomes, he's always better with his feet. I, I said, even watching last week, I'm like, I don't know how this guy escapes the way he does. Cause I don't, I feel like, I feel like there are times like I could chase him down. If I, the way just, he's just not a pretty runner, but he's an effective runner. And, you know, he doesn't like, you know, he's not like Lamar, but he gets his yards. And I think in this type of game, I, you know, I'm not going to ask for Mahomes to have more than 30, maybe 35 yards. But I think Lamar will take to the ground often in this game and doing whatever it takes to win. And I think he goes for 70 plus. Okay. Uh, I think Mahomes will have to do a little bit of his part here. And I get this at plus 115. All right. I have one. It's a little bit bigger swing. Not not like a Joe Mauer type swing, but a bit bigger swing that involves Lamar Jackson on the ground. I'll give it out tomorrow. It is a tease for you. The guy who's uh, one and nine going into uh, the, the conference championship is teasing a prop pick. So get ready, everybody. All right. <laughs> Brian, uh, what you got? Yeah, I'm sticking with a similar thing that Parley Kid had. I'm going to go with Mahomes over 12 and a half. I mean, we have so many picks coming. I had to, I had to really, really dig into this one. But yeah, 12 and a half I thought was low for his longest rush year. Uh, and again, we talked about Mahomes in these big games, right? He tends to make one or two huge plays with his legs. You saw it against the Dolphins, right? He had that 28 yard run. Against the Bills, he had the 24-yard run. He's just very smart about it. And last year's Super Bowl, he had a 26-yard run. And I think the Ravens, look, they're going to force him out of the pocket a little bit. I mean, they're going to have – defensively, they're going to make him get out of there. And I, you know, and if they aren't smart, it's going to bite him once or twice. I think 12-and-a-half for, for the longest rush is a little low. All right. Harry, you have a defensive prop. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, Nick Bolton of the Chiefs to go over nine-and-a-half tackles. At minus 108, he's the guy on Kansas City that controls the middle. Um, he's going to have to focus on Lamar's running a lot in this game, too. Bolton does have 23 tackles in the playoffs. That's nine more than uh, Justin Reed does, who's second on the Chiefs. And Bolton has hit double digits and tackles in his last three games. He's going to be all over the field, like I said, chasing uh, Lamar and the rest of the Ravens around. I'm going to go over nine and a half seven. All right. So you're actually going to be rooting in at least one case for a Chiefs player to do something good, right? I guess. Sure. Tackles. I sure. mean, yeah. yeah, he can make a tackle after a 30 yard run, right? So then you'll yeah. be okay. Yeah. Right. It's not likely, but okay. All right. right. Minus one. Uh, I am going to, uh, I also have a, an over here of sorts. Odell Beckham. Remember that guy? Longest reception over. 13 and a half yards minus 114. If you went over 13 and a half with him all year, you went 11 and three uh, as a winner. Um, I, I almost like that he only got one target last week. And by the way, the week yeah. before he had one target, went for 33 yards. They're throwing downfield to him a lot. Whether they hit him or not, it's a different story. Uh, but he, he always gets one look downfield. Um, this has hit seven of his last nine games. He probably averages the longest routes on the team as far as the receivers go, even more than Flowers, I would think. But Odell, longest reception, over 13 and a half. That's uh, my prop. We'll get to the side uh, tomorrow. But let's go to that night game. Detroit, San Francisco, this is 7 and 50 and a half. I don't know if this is going to move off the 7 either. This is something else. These are pretty high. Um, Parley Kid, start us off with a prop. McCaffrey's a popular one. Yeah, I'm going to take McCaffrey over 84 and a half yards rushing. Sal averages 91 yards rushing per game for the year. Has gone over the 84 and a half of, in six out of his last seven and seven out of his last nine. 
I think they try at least early to take a little pressure off Purdy, uh, establish the play-action pass uh, through the run game early. Uh, and McCaffrey is always good for like a big run. He's Mr. Consistent, Sal. Um, I think this is the game where uh, I think San Francisco is going to try to run the ball uh, and and feature and get the ball in the hands of their best player, especially if Debo is banged up a little bit. So let's take McCaffrey over 84 and a half yards rushing. I got to check because this is seems to be the only thing that matters to me. San Francisco weather oh, look, looks like 65 Good. high, 54 low Sunday. No precipitation. All right. Perfect. Uh, good for the Niners, I think, right? Better for the Niners, I think. I don't know. I'm trying well, to think. The well, Lions come off that track run, you know, running on on a turf. Sure. So they, yep. they want they yep. want it to be pretty steady too. But uh all right, Harry, uh, another defensive player prop. Defense again. Yeah, I'm gonna go uh Aiden Hutchinson to record at least one sack on Sunday night at minus one thirty. Hutch has been clutch all year. He's relentless, quick, agile. So quick and agile for defensive end. I had a sack last week against Tampa. It leads the NFL in the playoffs right now in sacks with three. And he actually has eight, eight sacks out in his last four games. And he gets close a lot, even when he doesn't finish the job. So that doesn't count, though. You actually have to get the the sack. So, uh, all right. I like that, too. Um, Bri, you going receiver, in this case, a tight end longest reception. Yeah, George Kittle over uh, 23 and a half longest receptions. There's a few reasons I like this one. So look, first, the secondary for the Lions, right, has been awful. They've just, in terms of giving up a ton of yards, a ton of big plays. And look, I, w- I probably would have taken Purdy over here, uh, but it's you know hard not really knowing the Debo situation yet, even though it seems like he'll probably play. But, but Kittle has gone over this number, over 23 and a half longest reception. He's gone over it in nine of his last 11 games. He's had a reception of 32 or more yards in five of his last six. And and like I was just saying, with Debo being banged up, he's going to have to be even more involved in the offense here. So Kittle's pretty clutch here in terms of a big play uh, once a game. All right. Uh, That leaves me going Jameer Gibbs. Exciting, exciting young back. 60 plus rushing yards. That's adjusted on Fandle at plus 182. Seems high for something he's done in nine of 17 games. I get he's playing a better defense here, but does it more than half the games he plays? And you're getting plus 182. He had 74 versus the Bucks on nine carries. He said what helps is his longest rush has been 11 or more yards in 14 out of 17 games. And of course, he has some 30s in there and 35s. And but it helps probably kid when you break one or two. Now they they make up for for the fact that he only has like nine or 10 carries, but. You know, Aaron Jones went went for 108 against this defense last week. Carson Wentz ran for 56. I know not everybody played in that week 18 game, but uh, I like Gibbs. 60 plus rushing plus 182. Like I said, we'll get into it a lot more tomorrow on Cousin Sal's winning weekend. Check that out on FanDuel TV or right here on the Against All Odds feed. All right, let's take a break. Then we have our NBA NCAA picks for Thursday. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, Restrictions all apply. 
See website for details. All right, our Thursday picks. We're getting some uh, weak, loose, early lines here. I may have given out a line that didn't even exist with Illinois and Northwestern, but uh, whatever. We could only do what uh, what's put in front of us, right, here, Harry? You're right, Sal. All right, Get so now it. you have an over here. You like the overs. This is a big one. Sixers, Pacers. Yeah. I do. I like it over 237 and a half. Uh, good news for Indiana is the Pacers are tied with the Bucks for the most points per game in the league. Bad news is they barely give up less than Washington and Detroit do. Philly has scored 124 or higher in four of the last five contests. And Bede's coming off that 70-point game. Uh, and these two have met twice so far this year, Sal. They put up 258 and 263. And in their last five overall meetings, at least 255 in all five. Mm. All right, that's a lot. Polly Kid. You like these little uh, little two point lines here? You did it with the what? What'd you do last night? You did it with uh, the Pistons, and now you're going Nuggets minus two and a half. Yeah, you know I know they're playing my uh, my Knicks who have been playing yeah. some great ball uh, as of late, but um, I just in examining the Knicks their last few games, uh, they are running a bit on fumes right now. Uh, they look a little tired. Uh, you know, they let the Wizards hang in there uh, a couple nights ago. Uh, they had to really just uh, survive the Nets uh, on Tuesday night uh, in Brooklyn. They come back home. Um, but, you know, and I know MSG is a um, uh, it should be more of a home court advantage for the Knicks. But I don't I don't look at it like that. And I think the, the educated Knicks fans don't exactly look at it like that, too, because Opposing teams get pumped to come into the garden to play. So these teams always get up to play in the garden. They played some of their best basketball in the garden. For some reason, it's a significant place for them to play, even though very little winning has occurred there in the last, you know, 30 plus years. Uh, so uh, that being said, I think it brings out the best and the best players. Uh, the Knicks are uh, uh, really thin at center right now. Hardenstein, who's been excellent uh, since Mitchell Robinson's injury, is dealing with a foot injury. He might not play. If he doesn't play, uh, I just I I think this line is going to go up uh, even here. So I'm going to grab it while it's sitting at uh, two and a half for the Nuggets here. So I hate to say it, I guess I'll be. Uh, this could be like a little bit of an emotional hedge in terms of if the Knicks were to win this game. I'd be pleasantly surprised, but I just think they're due for a little bit of a letdown. I think Denver is going to be primed for this one. So take the Nuggets minus two and a half. All right, you know, and I looked it up while you were talking there. Todd Helton batted two twenty five at the Garden, so I don't know. I mean, I guess the writers, <laughs> writers don't give a crap about that, Harry. Uh, <laughs> eleven. I forgot to throw in Helton seventeen years in Major League Baseball. Eleven of those batted three hundred or more. Yeah, I know. We're just trying to figure out if it's legit or not. Uh, but you're just saying, and I'm just saying, so we're never going to get through this. I don't mind Helton. I really don't. I don't mind it at all. Uh, okay. Uh, what do we want to do? All right. I'm going to give mine here. Uh, Heat plus six and a half. They play against Memphis. So I don't love that it's a back-to-back, but they're two and three in back-to-backs. Uh, you know, they won last week a back-to-back. They beat the Nets. But you got Rozier, you know, good trade, 22-4 and five. Played again Memphis against Memphis last night. They're sixth in the Eastern Conference at uh like 24, 25, and 19. And 
I can't believe these teams haven't played each other except for the once. The Celtics played them in their home mm. opener, very first week uh, in, in Boston. Uh, Celtics won. They haven't. I mean, probably kid. The Bucks have played the Knicks how many times? Thirty-three times, thirty-four times. <laughs> it seems it's like just, it. Yeah. The Celtics and Heat are are suiting up for the second go around here. It doesn't. It's weird, but I think this backcourt: Rozier, Hero, Duncan Robinson. It's going to be good. Uh, the Heat win a close one or just grab the six and a half points. I think it's going to be close. Uh, no matter how you shake it, take Miami on Thursday. Bry, you have a pick. Yeah, I'm taking the Timberwolves minus four and a half at the Nets. Look, the, the Nets have been terrible, right? They started off the season 12 and nine. They've been, they're five and 17 since, two and 11 in their last 13. The Nets have to start thinking about trading guys, right? You may, you might have to trade two or three of those guys there. And home hasn't mattered at all for the Nets where they've lost four straight. And look, I thought, I thought the fact that the Timberwolves coach called out their team after losing the Hornets, I would expect a better effort, but. They are playing tonight, too, and losing at half to uh, the Wizards, which isn't necessarily great here. But I do think they bounce back uh, tomorrow here against the Nets, who have struggled uh, mightily for the last uh, about a month. All right. There you go. Uh, The Ringer lost Doc Rivers. I don't even think they got anything in that trade, right? Simmons, uh, (laughs) (laughs) poor Simmons. Uh, I feel like we should get a compensatory pick or something, but uh, he's going to be the Bucks coach. Boy, this is controversial, right? I know a lot of people like Doc. I like Doc. I like him as a, as a, as an announcer. I like him when he's coaching, but I don't know that he should get a sixth opportunity parley kid. Like Mark Jackson, didn't get a second, right? I mean, a a lot of it makes sense. I never understood that. Never understood that. Yeah. Um, I I couldn't figure that out. Uh, makes yeah. no sense. So yeah. yeah, good luck to good luck to Rivers. Uh, played a little bit for the Knicks too in his career. I, yeah. I always kind of liked the guy, but um, yeah, they're paying like they're still paying uh, Budenholzer, I think, too. There, Milwaukee. They're basically paying three coaches now. Uh, this year for that team. Well, they brought so, in a young coach to go 30 and 13, and they got rid of him. <laughs> and now uh, they bring in Doc, who, you know, tends to blow big games. But I don't know. I wish just gonna say, go that, I just going to say, <laughs> what makes Doc Rivers such a lucrative coach? I don't understand it. I just haven't. He won one title, one title when he had uh, the big three in Boston. Uh, he's lost three straight game sevens. And he's four and ten in game sevens, and uh, and I just don't understand it. That's going to happen again too. They're going to lose a game seven this year too. Mm. Well, I look. I think the thing the thing that stinks for them for the Bucks is like Rivers is a great regular season coach, right? If you have the roster, right? Like so, but when it comes to the playoffs, I, I mean, like Harry was saying, I don't, know, their defense? I don't know I mean, how much he's going to change. That's it. Their defense is what, like 24th in the league. And you got yeah. now, now there's speculation. Like maybe that Lillard yeah. deal wasn't good. You know, that doesn't seem like a, I don't know. I mean, Doc Rivers might instill a little bit of toughness there. It might, he might fix a defense, but that is what needs to be solved uh, in the next month or so, or two months. Please tell me a month. Is it two months? It's a lot more than two months. Before the playoffs <laughs> three. Start. three. Uh, all right. Two yeah, and a half. Three two months. and a half. Two and a half. Uh, all right. Listen, Sharp Tank picks. Who won last week? Harley Kid, you went with all the favorites, right? 
No, I lost. I had the Bills. That was my the, the Bills. That, that, that was, was the one it. We added. Right. Well, that, that was, was the one. Yep. We knew there'd be one. We yep. knew there'd be one. Wait, did they go three and one or two and two? They went three and one. Three right? and one. Yeah. Three and one. Uh, just the money known. line. Home right teams. when the first yep. three came in, we should have known Chiefs. Uh, in addition to yep. Harry picking uh, Buffalo, but anyway, all right. Start us off, Parley. Can you got? I don't normally like these, but you know Tate made a couple of these and they came came in. Tate Frazier. Well, I hit this Re- this year too. Yeah. I hit one of these this year too. I was one for one. Okay. On uh, you, basically what you're doing is that you're gonna get five players, and if four of them score a touchdown, we're hitting a plus six fifty. Okay, so any of these four out of five, uh, McCaffrey, Ayuk, Laporta, Gibbs, Kelsey. Four out of five. A lot of these guys have seen the end zone a lot as of late. Iuk may might be the one that you go, okay, but you know, if Debo is uh, banged up or not even playing, his odds probably rise on him scoring a touchdown. Of course, I love McCaffrey. He scores basically every game. Um, and then, you know, I think Kelsey found a little bit of a rhythm um last week. And uh Gibbs has been very good at finding the end zone. Uh, and of course, Laporta, uh, now after he's maybe found his game after being injured and playing last week, I expect him to be really back to as close to 100% as possible, plus 650 for four of those guys. Okay. Uh, to score. So now here's the thing with this one Kelsey's got to score. You got to get that because it's four, one and one game and four and the other. Yeah, you're saying, uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. So you, you got to get Kelsey. Do I in think there. all four of those guys are going to score in that game? Well, Kelsey's, I mean, Kelsey's their earlier game, so you get that, and then you got to go three out of four. Then I feel so. pretty good. I feel, a, and here's game. another one I like, Sal. Um, yeah. It's not my sharp tank, but I was, I actually had it in before I switched. But I think it's maybe it's minus one fifteen. You can save it for tomorrow. We got a lot of props to give out. <sighs> what do you want to do? Yeah, I'll Big save decision. it. He's saving it. He's decided to save it. Everybody, the crowd agrees with you. Yeah. All right, Paul. Like, yeah, let me, guys, let me tell you. It's like a game the, the show. Gibbs, by the way, Darren, he scored six of the last seven games. Gibbs has amazing for. Yeah, rookie. I know he's been. He's been. He's. You know, Montgomery was the big touchdown scorer, really, for the first. Gibbs you know, got the ball last week. Thirds. Not Montgomery for the That's most part. That's what I mean. Yes, and he can score from anywhere, Gibbs. Hmm? I have anywhere. a prop with Gibbs tomorrow too. See, it's all teases. It's all all going to mm. do. What the hell are we going to do next week? And then two weeks after that, <laughs> I don't know. All right, Harry, go ahead. Give us your uh, same game well, parlay. I don't know. Um, wait, what was your Shark Tank I, last week? It was something Bills related, right? Yeah, it lost. <laughs> game by the way, not uh, only did it lose last um, week, we were reminded by a fan of ours, big, big fan of ours online, said you are one in 10 in your last 11 Sharp Tanks. Yeah, so I guess I'm one in 11 now, right? <laughs> what does that mean? You, you already lost this one? In my last. Am I one in eleven? I don't. I, it's, it's one in eleven. So. It's been, it's been uh, made public that I'm oh, either one in ten. Yes, or one in eleven. My last either eleven or twelve sharp tanks. Okay, which is definitely good. I owe. Why I, uh, didn't you I say this? You didn't mention this. This would have been something that's remarkable. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. I'm also not. Let, I'm now. I'm also not taking minus one thirty to minus one forties. I'm taking pluses for the most part, but. Yeah. Now is when we go back and we see, oh, Harry made a seven point teaser here, and he made a seven point teaser here. Like, uh, all right. The Cowboys. I I hope you're right. What am I supposed to do? The Cowboys. One time they come. Listen, I'm gonna do another (laughs) same game parlay. This one's gonna. It's gonna be nice. I do like this one. Nice and simple. Pays minus one fifteen. 
three-legger, Kelsey, 40 yards receiving or more. Um, both playoff games so far, he's had 70, and he's played 11 playoff games in his career. He's gone over 50. In I like it. All right, keep going. I'm going to take Pacheco. I'm going to take Pacheco, 40 yards rushing. Look at I'm being nice about the Chiefs. I'm being nice to Kansas City uh-huh. here. Pacheco, 40 yards res- rushing or more. Uh, he runs hard. He runs angry. He has 186 uh, yards rushing on 39 carries in the playoffs. In his last four out of five playoff games, he's gone for 70 or more. Good. And finish it off, Lamar Jackson, 40 yards or more rushing. Darren mentioned earlier, he had 100 yards exactly on the dot last week against Houston. He averaged nine yards a carry last week. Seven of his last nine games overall, he's gone for 40 or more. And now he's played five playoff games. Three of them in his career, he's gone for over 100. All right. I like it, bro. I got to be oh. honest. I think that's the leader in the clubhouse. I know you like that six times as much for the Polly kids, which is good, but no, I like Harris. I, I kind of individually actually. like that because I'm taking them anyway. Go ahead. But you you got to well, be look. That. I, I look, I won last week. I had Duplessis. Um, like that's but right. I, I will nice say mine, mine could have an asterisk next to it because I'm, I'm going with, in the semifinals of Australian open Medvedev Zverev over 40 and a half games. Now, look, there's no UFC this weekend, no real boxing. We're doing a lot of these picks on these two games. So it's hard to, you know, I don't, I don't want to really give anything out until maybe potentially Cousin Sal's winning weekend. Right. Um, but Australian Open. Now, what I love about the Australian Open is I have no idea what time anything starts. I think this might go before we go. I, it, it shouldn't go before. It should not go before we go because these two guys PM. just played a few hours ago. <laughs> they played they, they played about eight or nine hours ago. This this should not be going on until at least tomorrow night. Because I although I, I know think they start Brian at 3:30 Eastern AM tomorrow which is friday yeah i think i'm pretty sure that's what the all right case it is. says it says thir- on Fandle, it it says, thursday 7 p.m eastern i they, well they just put stand generalized times in there but the women oh, are right. at yeah, three, the do. women yeah, are at 3 30 in the morning so yeah. i think the men are going to be 3 30 so i think okay. i heard some but i can part. never yeah, okay. tell when the hell the no. matches are oh and but it that, gets pushed yeah even when that, they do but, have a time for it it right, gets pushed yeah. but but that being said Mm-hmm. I think this is a really close match. When these these two guys have gone against each other, I think 18 times, I think Medvedev's up 11-7, but it's 4-4 on hard courts. And look, Zverev, I thought, like, I had a little bit of money on Alcaraz to win this thing. Zverev dominated him, totally controlled that match. But I think with Medvedev, who's actually played well against Zverev, I, I think it's a really close match. And I think with the, you know, especially the way Zverev serves, I think you're going to get at least one set that's seven, six in there. So even if it's a really close four setter, you're going to go over the 40 and a half. I think this is a five set match between these two guys. So I really like uh, the over 40 now. All right. I have, but again, uh, it might be Friday. Yeah. It might be, yeah, you know, know, it might, might be, be, it might be Monday uh, in Australia. I have it, no idea. It might've played it Tuesday already. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but you're leaning towards me, Sal. I like that too. That sounds good. Uh, well, why don't you guys switch so I could take Bryce and not be on a losing end or something? Why don't you just right. do that? Um, I need uh, your guy Sinner, Harry, to win a set against um, against uh, Djokovic, and um, and that closes out a parlay. I hit two soccer games today. 
what what I want to say before I pick something. Boy, what happened to Alcaraz? What he hasn't done anything since July. It's been like six months since he's done a, a thing. I know. Right? Is he losing I it? I, I picked uh, him to have the most majors out of anyone in the history, and now he's like. I, uh, I know it's I. It's kind of like it's a. They interviewed him too, and he was kind of like, "Well, you know, I got to the quarters. I was like, what? What the hell? Kind the hell? of what the hell is wrong know. with this guy? I mean, this yeah. guy should be." Uh, this guy should be consistently in the semis for, for the next 15 years in all these tournaments. I mean, he got wiped up. I mean, I guess he came back a little bit in the third set there against. Yeah, no, he got uh, beat. But, but he lost. got beat up. I yeah. wasn't expecting him to. Yeah. To all right. This one. Uh, Harry, I'm going to go with you. I mean, why? There are some people online who are going to be like, what the hell? That no, is uh, yeah, betting malpractice get, to, to back the guy who's one in <laughs> 10. I'm not singling anybody out. There's a few people online who. Who comment uh, in this fashion? But uh, I'll Ooh. go with you, Harry. Kelsey forty plus, Pacheco forty plus rushing, Lamar forty plus rushing. Let's do it. Okay, sounds good. Let's do it, and let's take a break, and we'll be right back. All right, I don't have any mail uh, that makes sense to read right now. Cousin Sal's winning weekend Friday. Cody Rhodes on. What a great guest. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. We talked about. Um, what did we talk about, Mikey Meatballs? We talked about, well, you know, he has he's squaring off. It's, uh, he's an underdog to CM Punk. CM Punk's the only one favored to beat him in the Royal Rumble. This would be his second in a row, Cody Rhodes, if he won. Uh, but we talked about his dad, Dusty, and Dusty maybe could have been the Hulk Hogan. He might have been the fade. There's a story behind that. We do a little uh, mini rewatchables for Rocky Three, which we consider the best Rocky of all time. It's a a lot of fun with uh, Cody Rhodes. One of my favorites. I'm going to have to work it out with The Miz. Cody Rhodes could be my favorite now. I'm going to have to talk to The Miz. <laughs> I'm not sure how it goes. Uh, Harry, were you watching the games this weekend? Uh, you know what? I might uh, I might be watching with our buddy Ken. I might be watching. Since, really? Uh, since Red Zone is not in, uh, not around right now because there's only two games, I might watch them over Kent. Mm, okay. Well, this one Ken here, gets since, he, since I'm at Kent right now here at Kent. He gets very serious when it comes out like the conference championship. Like that's when he buckles in, like really focuses on football, right? Focuses yeah. and fires away. <laughs> got yeah. bets all over the place. He yeah. knows it all. <laughs> there you go. I uh <laughs> Brian, what do you, I, I had um but my boy Jack wrestled yesterday. Oh, Parley Kids. The what's the longest dual meet you've been at, Parley Kid? I think this was like three hours and 45 minutes. You've been to longer ones? I mean, well, you got to figure. No? Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, because if you have a full varsity lineup and then like a JV match. Yeah, there were like 15 JV matches. So the JV yeah, went first. And then it was senior night, senior night for this wrestling team, Redondo. And so we had to sit through yeah. awards for 40 minutes. And then the girls. Awards, and then they the, just didn't. Then the girls wrestled and then the varsity. So. Luckily, wow. there were like uh, nine pins in the right. varsity. So we got how did the, how did the boys look, Sal? How did the team look? Uh, we have uh, two brothers, reminiscent of the Sicoli brothers, who are studs. And then it's a little little rough the rest of the way. Uh, we have a ninth grader who's excellent at 120. Um, and then a, a 55-pounder who's already won like every tournament he's in. But um, yeah. Those guys so do like full year full yeah. year wrestling sound yeah they They're do like i don't know but uh, again todd helton is a hall of famer and he's excelled <laughs> in three sports uh i agree but and uh, by the way brian might not mention it but his daughter scored 25 oh, yeah. as, as an eighth grader uh in uh in a varsity game yesterday. Excellent. So, 
Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, talk about that. That's good. Twenty in the first really, half, you right? said, right? Uh, Twenty in the first half. Yeah, she was uh, she was making all her shots. I mean, I can tell. the The great thing about that game, though, that was cool. That was funny. Is that when we we went out to Hampton Bays, and they're they're not the best team. Uh, I'll admit, but uh, all her shots. She was making all her shots, so it really didn't matter who they were playing. But she had a couple, like one or two, really great moves that. The boys in Hampton Bays who were in the stands were all cheering for her. So it was really, it was, that really? was funny though. It was funny to nice. be on the road. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it was, it was good. It was probably the first game I never yelled out loud at her at, at a oh, game. Really? <laughs> okay. Any threes, Fly? What was that? Any threes? Four. Four threes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She shoots better than you, Harry. Yeah. Shut up. No. Power forward, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> she's a shooter. She's a four threes. Pretty good. All right. Good job. Good job. And Pretty the good. Barley kid. Where where are you heading this weekend? It's nice for you. Um, it's a little relaxing, right? Well, if I mean, I'd probably watch the games with Brian if he makes it back from Little A's uh, bachelor party. <laughs> oh, is that uh, what's going inside. on? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. But, <laughs> so, I got that bachelor party, which I'll be. I, my flight's supposed to land at about one fifteen, which is flight. Fun, so where is this? And it's in the Bahamas. It's but you know oh this, this guy. This guy's his bachelor party in the Bahamas during this conference championship. He he has his wedding in Ireland mm. during the uh the Sweet Sixteen. Right. Uh, so yeah, this guy doesn't plan plan shit for Darren is Bride the new Harry? Because you need twenty twenty four Harry. <laughs> My God. Flying all Darren, over. How come you're not going. Man. <laughs> What's that? How come you're not going? Yeah, one one overseas trip a year is good for yeah. for me and Darren. That's it. <laughs> That's enough. All right. Well, congratulations oh, to Little A uh, with his big Little bachelor a. party. Good job uh, by you. That's another episode. Who would marry that guy? Who would marry that guy? <laughs> I don't know. We're going to find out. I, I, Who I would marry him? I hope we don't fly what? out for nothing. It seems like it's happening, though. That's it for uh, Against All Odds. For Mikey Meatballs and the D3, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. You must be 21 or older and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. You have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit C. CCPG.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text H-O-P-E-N-Y in New York.